Hello. Hi, Dan. Are Hi. you seriously recording right now? Yes. Wow. I have things to talk about, and I yeah. saved them for the podcast. We left off on a really gross spot. Let's I'm not glad. circle no, back. No, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that we are on to other things. I was just going to pretend like that never happened. Sure. So let's not even reference it. This particular episode of Save It for the Podcast is called Dan's Million Dollar Ideas Show. I have a list of three things that I think could be million dollar ideas. And I'm just going to put them out there. And, and if somebody wants to partner wow. with me, oh, okay. I mean, you can take these and run with them and maybe just give me a shout out. Idea number one. Oh, I wish I had a drum roll right now. Idea number one is something I like to call, you know how... Um, Everyone knows what bath bombs are now, right? They're real popular bath bombs. I think the majority of people, people, no, yeah. What about the people like me who don't frequently take baths? We take showers. Shower bombs. They they already exist, Dan. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? You knew that. No, I didn't. didn't. How did the shower bombs work? Oh, we, we've had them um, even in our like dating life. They are just a compressed, just like the bath bomb. They sit at the base of the shower. And so when water comes down, you're getting this beautiful eucalyptus or lavender aroma coming right back up that you're inhaling during the duration of your shower. Okay, so and how do bath bombs years. work? You drop it into the tub. It dissolves its substances of salt and powders and you soak in it. Okay, so, so it's more about soaking and, and taking it in through your skin than inhaling would be the shower bomb. You're okay. inhaling. So the way that your body absorbs these two different bombs yes. is different. Yes. It goes in different holes. You got it. Nose holes for the shower bombs. Uh-huh. Skin Pores, holes. Yes. Or as I like to call them, skin <laughs> holes. <laughs> skin holes. So, okay, that's not going to be a million dollar idea no, because it's, it's already been created. Move on. Oh boy, what the what the what the what the heck? What the what the heck? Um All right, here's an idea. Don't know if it's feasible, don't know if it's technologically possible physically possible it's just in the early idea stages women wear brassieres it's a known fact it's most. women most women in america wear brassieres mm-hmm. most women in america don't like wearing brassieres i don't know i don't Okay. But I, who have you polled? How do you say most? That's pretty. It's just out of all the sitcom episodes I've watched over the years, I always see women complaining about their brassieres. Um, I would say the mom on one day at a time. Okay. She didn't wear brassieres half the time because she was, as people called her in the 70s, she was a liberal woman. Oh my God, you are so weird. <laughs> That was okay. society. That's not my 
thinking. That's just society's thinking at the time. I know it's you like, sound wow. like a grandpa. Okay. Well, I am a grandpa. I think we have an announcement to make. I'm going to be a grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not soon, but in the next like 15 years, I will. You be. know, once I met our granddaughter in my dream. Oh, yeah. And Did my dreams do come true. No, I don't. I maybe shared that with you and I forgot, but it was just a really crazy dream. I think of her like, name was Carol. Carol. Or one of those other names that. They were all men's names except for Carol. Oh, Roy. What's a, another woman's name that doesn't exist anymore? Oh, Pamela. I Ruth. Our, our granddaughter, Pamela. Mm-hmm. Um, was in my dream. So my next million dollar idea is in the world of brassiers, okay. brassiere and bra technology. Um, so I was thinking, why does a bra have to be one clothing item? It's it's supporting two parts of your body, your left breast, your right breast. Can it be two different pieces of clothing like maybe you put on one over one shoulder and one over the other and very much like if you're wearing glasses of course everyone you're that's one thing and you're using it for two eyes but some people wear monocles so my idea was the bronicle it's a brassiere just for one breast a bronicle I don't Is know. that a million dollar idea? No. I don't know any people with breasts who would want to wear a bra that only supports one side. Well, you'd wear Most, one on this side, one on this. Well, that's how can that be a monocle? Well, it's not. It would be connected in the center. It would just, you'd wear a bronicle for your, one, your left breast and a bronicle so on your right. So it would right. have to be made out of like, steel or something because it has to stay in place if they're not connected that's how a bra works with the the closure in the front or the back and you're talking about two separate pieces how would they stay on like i said this is in the very early stages i haven't worked out you i have to try have wearing a bra to kind of get a better idea of how they work Why i'm not you? opposed Good. i mean would could i wear a bikini top yeah that's sort of like a bra without the underwire in a way. Uh, you don't I don't really know. I don't know about. what I'm talking about. No, I just don't. had the idea for bronicle. Okay, well, wear some bras and we'll, we'll circle back to that. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. Bronicles. Trademark. <laughs> no. Bronicles. What's your third thing? Okay. We were recently... On an aeroplane. And I got to thinking, what is another sort of... Oh, you know what? You were talking to me about this. You said, you know what, Dan? We paid for first class tickets. We're in first class. We should get more amenities. Is that the word? Then Attention. More amenities than the people in the back yet. Um, yes, when you get a drink in first class, they put it in an actual glass, not in a plastic cup. Only on one flight. Things like that. Yeah. 
um, you had noticed that people from Comfort Plus and from the economy section were coming all the way to the front of the plane to use the restroom right outside the pilot's area. And you had thought maybe that should just be reserved for the people in first class. It used to be. It did. It did Mm -hmm. really. They even had a curtain. They still have the curtain, but they don't pull the curtain anymore for some reason. I don't know if that's a pandemic thing or what happened or when it happened or why it happened. But that got me to thinking, what if in every first class seat, you had a built-in toilet. That'd be good. You don't have to get out of your seat. If no. you have a window seat, you don't have to climb over the person. You have a toilet built mm-hmm. right into your seat. That's great. All first-class people mm-hmm. get your own personal toilet. Great. Million-dollar idea? Yeah. Okay, one out of my three ideas is a million-dollar idea. Mm-hmm. Ooh, feels good. Mm. Feels real good. We have to come up with a catchy name, though, for that seat. Something commode. Oh, commode yeah. Something. You like rhymes. Mm-hmm. What do you think I meant? This is my mystery item on my podcast list. It just says insurance on items. <laughs> we were walking and talking and something, maybe we thought it was silly to have like certain items insured, but now I don't know what. Or did we think people actually pay? I don't know. what. What's the deal with insurance on items? Are we for it or against it? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. That's one of those mystery things that I didn't really pay to write down. Right. So when I write down an, a thought or an idea f- and I save it for the podcast, I give it a little context around <sighs> it. I'm learning. Yeah. Because you just said insurance on items mm-hmm. and neither one of us really knows Mm-mm. what it means why it was written down, or what you're trying to say. How about this one? This is a little better. Wrote my whole stand-up routine while driving around a mall parking lot. I guess you and I were driving in a mall parking lot, and I was just like, what's the deal with? Yes. you probably said, what are you doing, your stand-up routine? And then like, I maybe did that four times, five times, and I was like, hey, I've got an act. I think it flowed. A mall parking lot is a very rich place to do a lot of observational humor. And I Mm. think maybe you just broke into your stand-up. But like I didn't write it down, so. Yeah. We don't know if you you liked it, you didn't like it. It totally landed. I think all the jokes landed. You laughed. Yeah. I like when you get into like that. Seinfeld mode? Stand-up mode. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But we'll never know now. Here's something. Why, when you're at a live sporting event, or oh, not even a sporting event, but uh, a live event, let's say like you go to, who's an inspirational speaker right now these days? Um, I, I can't pull up names. I just imagine this giant, oh, okay, Brene Brown, we'll go with Brene Brown, sure. Yeah. Who's that giant guy? He 
like yeah, really tall with big teeth yeah. yeah he's got a big face and he's yeah, giant everyone i don't know so the the hype man who comes on before they do like the, the mc um right before they're about to bring someone else out on stage they they implore the audience to make some noise mm-hmm. they're like okay make some noise mm. for and i just i don't know if it's just me but i don't like when someone tells me to make noise i'm like if i want to make some noise i will make some noise you don't have to prompt me it really bothers you because every time especially during a brewers game if we're catching it they do a lot of it where they tell people what to do several times in several different ways get loud clap sing this thing like do something it's like simon says it's almost like the people in the audience don't understand baseball or they don't understand they don't know how to be quiet in between moments because i think that what people are trying to do is just fill that time so people don't get quote bored but baseball's baseball and they're trying to like make it faster and more entertaining during the non-action times they're trying to stimulate yeah and it's not natural it's not well you can't keep people at a heightened level of stimulation for three hours of a game, there has to be ups and downs or else you don't even know. It's like having a stereo equalizer and you have everything pegged to the top. That doesn't, it's the same as if you had them all pegged like right in the center. You know, you have to have some peaks and valleys you have to have quiet time so you can appreciate that time when bases are loaded and your favorite batter's coming up but to bat. And go, then you know, you feel it, so you do make that noise. When you go to a baseball game, at least how I grew up going to baseball games, you're going to watch the game. You're not going to see a, a scoreboard light up and flash and have uh, anim- animated people run across the thing and... Then I clap, then I sing, then I stomp. Pierogi races, sausage races. I go there to watch a game that involves people on a field. Real humans. And maybe there's an item of food. Maybe there's a beverage involved. That's it. That's what the game is. I don't need races and competitions and fun facts. I mean, bronicles. keep, Keep baseball boring. (laughs) way i like it and then um just my final topic as we end this episode is on every television show and every movie whenever there is a microphone set up on a stage and the person the main character or somebody walks up to the microphone to say something or to start singing or anything, there's it immediately feeds back. Mm-hmm. That's just not realistic. Like, or, why does it have to... Testing, is this thing on? Then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, we look at each other, we're like, why? Does, does no one know how to... Like, even when they get close, you're not going to get... The audio technician takes a a lot of pride in their work. And 
they would never let that happen. <laughs> like the microphone's going to feed back the minute you step to it. That's not. A, Did you like, say something else recently about not being real? Like we talked about empty cups on sets. Empty coffee cups. Empty of coffee course. cups. Oh, here I brought this whole four pack of coffees and that can carry them with one finger to the table. And when I hand it to you, it makes a hollow sound on the table. Oh, there was another, it wasn't coffee, but somebody had like, uh, it was a, a glass and it had fake liquid in it because it looked like iced tea. It was like a, or a soda. It was brown in color. But when they turned their right, cup sideways, mm -hmm. the liquid didn't stay level to the ground. It just tilted with the cup and it's like totally wrecked the illusion. of. Yeah. And I just, like, is it that hard to just put water in coffee cups? We say. I know we're circling we back to episode to four. to give people to understand like this is a microphone. It's amplifying a voice. Why do they, why, why? I it's understand. so cliche. It is. And it's like, it's done because, you know, typically people have a fear of public speaking. So whenever the main character's going yeah. up to a microphone, there's a little bit of tension in the air. And you're getting an that feedback sound. The feedback the emphasizes that. But come on. Come on. Come on, people. Come on. What I thought there was a third thing in movies that we talk about. To think about that again. I think it had maybe Come something on. to do with Bronicles. No. I think someone's going to pay you not to make that idea. You know what? I think... That's a win. Sell some ideas... <laughs> that are just that horrible. That are so bad that <laughs> they want to keep them off the market. I like that. That does happen sometimes. People, bigger companies buy out smaller companies just to get them to go away. Yeah. So perhaps, I don't know, a brazier company, what's Playtex? Is that a company that makes bras? Uh, from You are, every bra story, you're referencing something from like the 70s. Sure, Playtex. <laughs> <laughs> For your conical bra that your grandma wore. Playtex. Playtex will buy me out my Bronicle idea just to keep it. It's so revolutionary. They can't handle it. They want to corner the market. They want to keep women caged up in these old school bras when I could be having Bronicles. We have 12 seconds left in the episode. Do you want to say anything else? No. Thanks for listening, everybody. Shark Tank. Shark Tank.